The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our discussion about how marketers are adjusting to the new post-COVID normal. Joining us again is Dustin Denno, who's the Vice President of Sales for North America at Showpad, which is a sales enablement platform that marketing and sales teams rely on to prepare sellers, engage buyers, and optimize performance with insights. Showpad's team of more than 450 people work from the company headquarters in Belgium, also Brussels, London, Munich, Poland, and domestically here in the United States in Chicago, Portland, and San Francisco. So far this week, Dustin and I have talked about why working from home doesn't have to mean a loss in productivity for your sales team. We've also talked about the new normal for B2B sales in the corona era. And today we're going to talk about the real ROI of sales enablement post-corona outbreak. Okay, here's the last part of my conversation with Dustin Denno, Vice President of North American Sales for Showpad. Dustin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Excited to have you back on the show. We've covered a lot of ground talking about how you internally are dealing and managing a remote sales team of size. We talked a little bit about how the B2B industry at large has been affected by the corona outbreak. Today, I want to talk a little bit about sales processes and some of the things that you can do to make sure that you're still driving sales effectiveness when you can't get in front of people. It seems like sales enablement is really important, getting people the right information at the right time. If you can't take somebody out to golf, they're really going to have to understand why your product is the best. Talk to me about the ROI of sales enablement today. Yeah, it's been a very exciting evolution in sales enablement. I think Back when sales enablement started, you had this influx of content that has been going on for a long, long time where marketers were just really blowing up all the digital channels, all kinds of different content. And that started to then confuse the sales rep and the buyer, um, really didn't know how to make sense and when and how to use that content. So CEOs then typically took a sales rep off the floor that maybe wasn't performing, but like to kind of teach and enable and put them in this role called sales enablement. And what happened there at the beginning is they listened to that very squeaky conversation of the rep saying, I can't find any content when I need it. And then the marketer saying, I have no place to really put the content and I have no way to organize that information so that I know whether it's getting used or getting consumed by the customer. 
And listening to that, they focus like most sales technology companies around this idea of content findability. And that's really how a lot of sales movement practice started was helping onboard new reps and then providing that glue between sales and marketing. And the enablement professional almost became a therapist in between the sales leader and the marketer. And I think what you're seeing as things have changed and COVID has dramatically sped that transition up is it's much more about that rep effectiveness. It seems like sales enablement used to be, I'll use a basketball metaphor here, the kid sitting at the end of the bench who couldn't get on the court eventually becomes the ball boy. And hey, your job is to just get some towels and some Gatorade for the guys that are scoring all the points. And now it's dramatically different, right? Now that content is much more front and center. Talk to me a little bit about what are some of the best practices for getting the right content to the consumer? First and foremost, it's you have to put it in context of the customer, the opportunity you're working. Second, I think you have to really enable and coach the rep on how to deliver that content. Because it's not just about throwing over content to a customer. It's about how you're talking about the information in the content, when you're using it, how you're using it in your cycles. That context and the conversation that really changes the way that content makes sense. And I think the third element of sales enablement that is dramatically speeding up is this element of coaching. Because again, just like I used to be able to hire a bunch of reps and the output was more revenue, if I made reps call or email or do more customer visits, I would get more revenue. It was about an activity-based kind of approach to solving the problem. And it's much more about the right message at the right time with the right buyer. And there's multiple buyers to every customer. And so the whole thing has gotten much more complex And so our enablement strategy needs to really be about the knowledge and skill of the rep and then tying that to performance. It's much more about what skills do you have as an account executive? When we go back to coachability, to good discovery or curiosity, to business acumen, having those skills and then tying those to performance, and then very much creating a culture of coaching that allows you to hone in and improve those skills because those are what actually translate into higher performance, not more activity or more content or pushing more content out. It's about knowing how and when a customer is engaged and ready to buy and then really managing a cycle from from start to finish that that is a, a great experience for that buyer. It seems to me that the overlap between marketing and sales is deepening. And you say sales enablement, I hear content marketing. And you know a lot of this is email marketing, where we have specific pieces of content that need to be delivered based on a trigger. Now, the trigger isn't a a web activity, right? It might be part of a conversation in sales. And now you're using your sales enablement reps to understand the right timing and delivery methodology to get that content out there. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. 
But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to me about how sales enablement reps, or what I would call content marketers, are delivering the right message at the right time. And you know, what are some of the tools that are useful to make sure that that's happening? We are all in on intent data right now. So very much focused on understanding where a customer is in the buying process. And then looking back historically at the customers that have had a great experience or have gone into purchase and be some of our best customers, and then mapping those patterns towards the new people that are engaging with our content, engaging with a variety of B2B sources, that intent information helps us understand where they are in that journey. And where they are in that journey can really give you a ton of information about what content to send to them. So by leveraging that intent, either in another platform or our platform, or a combination of multiple, which is typically the case, you can really get an understanding of where that customer is in the process and come off in a much less annoying fashion. Because a lot of times what happened is when we would get high activity metrics like clicks, downloads, views, things like that, we used to get happy years and assume that that customer was ready to actually engage the salesperson. And they would annoy the crap out of them by reaching out. And that hot lead would go to a salesperson and they would follow up incessantly and really turn the buyer off. When really the buyer was very much just doing research because they thought they had a business problem, but they weren't ready to start talking with salespeople. So this has been going on for so long where so much of the cycle, you know, marketing is starting to own. I heard a great term the other day, Commission breath. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what reps do is they get that commission breath way too early before the customer's even thinking about looking at vendors and things like that. They're really just kind of diagnosing their own problem, right? Right. So we look at a lot of those intent signals and map them back to other buyers that have bought from us and say, okay, like typically at this stage, they're thinking about sales enablement as a solution or a problem that they need to fix. We need to guide them to our platform message that we think is the right way to do that much more on a thought leadership perspective, not about show pad, not about here's some things you need to think about when you're approaching that business problem. Then as they get down the funnel and start to move into consideration or decision where they start to hone in and rally the troops internally to, to actually make an investment, that's when we start to get more granular about our differentiation, right? If you think about it from a customer's perspective, it's a much better experience when you're in research about a problem and a company reaches out, not about their tool or their technology, but more about how they view the problem and how they've thought about solving it, you just come off as much more trustworthy. And so that's what we've really spent a lot of energy on, particularly in the US here, is leveraging intent data to drive the right content, but also the right conversation as our BDRs and AEs are reaching out. You know, I, I appreciate that I tried to give you the lead to talk a little bit about Showpad's <laughs> 
products and services and, and you didn't take the bait and you talk generally about intent data, I'll be more express about it. Tell me a little bit about Showpad and about your take on sales enablement. It seems like this is really the company's area of expertise. Talk to me about what makes Showpad special and why it's the best solution. Yeah, Showpad very much, we fundamentally believe that the only way to solve your rep effectiveness problem is through a singular platform. And so when you think about the content problem, having the right content at the right place, giving that feedback back to your marketing team on where that content's being used, but also the coaching and onboarding, being able to take that content and train and coach and test a rep on whether they can deliver it. And then on the other side, using meeting intelligence or conversational intelligence to listen to those calls and give your manager the ability to coach and listen to conversations at scale remotely to then start to understand whether you're actually delivering that message the right way. And then we fundamentally believe that in this culture of stand and deliver so that you can also do pitch conversations and test your own ability to deliver a presentation or a, a message. So that full life cycle of content, coaching, onboarding, and meeting intelligence is the fundamental approach that we take versus kind of this amalgamation of a bunch of point solutions that really don't give you that 360 review of your rep. So that's how we think about the problem much less about rep efficiency and finding things one or two seconds faster, but more about the effectiveness of the rep and leveraging the cohesiveness and collective group of our modules to get better results from an attainment perspective. And going back to our conversation yesterday, how the B2B sales process is changing. There is no, let me take you out for golf and cocktails your sales reps are going to have to be effective in not only building relationships remotely, but also communicating effectively. And so, you know, building in the tools and technology to be able to monitor your sales rep and make sure that they understand how to get the message across is increasingly important in today's environment. Dustin, let me just say before I let you go, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for scheduling two interviews because my mic failed. It's been great to get to know you. I appreciate your time. Likewise, Ben. I appreciate your time as well. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Dustin Denno, the VP of Sales for North America at Showpad. If you'd like to get in touch with Dustin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His company's handle is Showpad, S-H-O-W-P-A-D, or you can visit his company's website, which is showpad.com. Just one more link in our show notes I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. 
Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.